We never can tell you why God saved us. But it's for gratitude and joy that we come to you and say we were prodigal son but we were found. We're going to learn to sing the chorus of this song. Uh, I, I think it's a little bit long to sing the, the verses, so we just learn we're going to learn the chorus. So it should be very easy. Uh, but the problem is you have to memorize it very soon. Only two two sentences. There's no reason why you cannot memorize. Even I can memorize, so you you definitely can. 如果我能背的话，你们一定也能背。那是没有原因，没有办法把它背起来。Uh, 
Okay, uh, let, the, let the pianist play once for us, uh, chorus. 请, Okay, I'm going to ask those who have not memorized sing with me once. <laughs> That's not my father and home. I will arise Okay, the first group here, the, the, this section here, saying back to my father. No, This side saying my and home. And home, only and home. Okay? And then back to my father. And home. And then everybody sing together, I will arise and go. Back to my father. And home. Okay, let's try. Ready? Go. Back to my father. Back to my father. I will have 
little bit off, right? The, the, the tune. Okay, let, let's change it a little bit. Let, let them show you what is the right right tune, all right? Back to my father. You guys were simple. And home. All right? No, don't mess up, all right? Let's go. Ready? Back to my Wait, 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 wait. You don't sing at home. If you want to sing at home, you just stand up and sing. Alright, ready, go. Back to my This is a very, very famous melody. And we just, there's no way that we don't know the melody, I, I think. But we have to sing it a little bit faster. Sing it with joy. Because when we are home, when we are with our father, we have so much joy. This is a German tune, so you know they sing with like marching, like pressing forward. It's a very powerful song. This is a German tune, so they sing with
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we were once particle sons. At one time we all wandering outside with no purpose and with no hope. But your love drawn us and your your salvation uh, was given to us. Father, we praise you and we thank you. Now today we are in your house. We are at home. That that is why we are so rejoiceful. Father, we thank you for all the blessings that you have given us. Your grace and your mercy are with us. But Father, we know that some of us still do not know you. Father, some some still wandering around. And some don't even know that they could be the prodigal son. Father, we come to you and pray that your salvation can also reach them. Your Holy Spirit be with them. Touch them so that they know. A life without you is not a life worth living. But a life with you is a life of eternity and happiness. We praise thee and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Brothers and sisters and dear friends, I want to thank the Lord to have such an opportunity to be here to give a very small testimony. From the very, I thank the Lord because from very young I was an atheist. I especially did not, uh, could not appreciate and I looked down upon many religions. Because I felt that among these different religions, it's man lying to man. It only gives, uh, religion was only giving people this vain and empty uh, comfort. So from a very young age, I walked my own way. So from a very young age, I had a different viewpoint or my own viewpoint on society. In this world, there is no person helping another person. Everybody is, uses the other person. So therefore, I felt I needed to work according to my own strength to be able to attain to a goal. And what is that goal? And that goal is my love of money. As long as I have money, then I will not be looked down upon here in this world. And that was indeed my call for my way. And it also would bring happiness to my family. As long as I had money, and I would bring joy and happiness to my family. But looking back, what I gained, the only thing I really gained was pride, was suffering. Because everything it was self-centered. Not only did I love them, but I also my children, but I also hurt them. And I also hurt my spouse. 
I felt that if I can really use the enjoyments of material things, I could satisfy myself. And I could satisfy my family. But that was actually the opposite. Because all the money I earned did not bring peace to my family. But actually brought fire into my family. My family was as if it was without joy. And there was definitely no blessing. And my wife. My wife and I even reached a point to almost divorcing. Because of this. These all these issues actually stemmed from me. Because I thought very highly of myself. Because I did not believe there was a God. So I lived in my own darkness. I almost destroyed my entire family. But thank the Lord. It was during this time. God used a friend of mine. This friend of mine never preached the gospel to me. But he always loved me. This friend not only always loved me, but in the daily life he would also give of himself to me. I couldn't recognize what kind of love was this. I felt that this was a little bit abnormal. In the eyes of this world, this love cannot be understood. This friend never actually preached the gospel to me. He never even broached the subject of Jesus. But the only thing he did was he loved me in his actions. I thank God. Because in this friend of mine, I could see the love of the Lord. So I asked this friend, Why do you do the things you do? He says, It is not I who do it, but it is the Lord who is in me that does it. And I heard this phrase before. So when I heard this phrase, I said, can I also know this Lord of yours? He said, of course. So I asked him, so what, what should I do to know him? This friend said, you don't need to do anything. You only have to believe in him. I thank God. Through this friend, I came to know the Lord Jesus. And only afterwards did I find out. I was dead in my sins and my trespasses. And yet God saved me. I used to be very far away from God. But because of his blood, I draw nigh unto him. And I am reconciled to my Abba Father. I thank God. Not only was I saved, my whole family and household was saved. My prior family, was like, was like living in hell. It was full of pain. But my family now, after we have our Lord, it is not something that can be measured by money. Because in our family, it is not I who is the greatest. It is the Lord who is the greatest. The entire family has been turned upside down. I thank the Lord. I give all this glory to our Lord. Thank you.
Thank you. It is uh, Father's Day today. And um, in our group here that meets, they look for the oldest looking father to speak on this day. Look for somebody with completely gray hair. Old looking beard. And they ask if I would speak on this Father's Day. I am a father of two sons. But I think our time is better spent if we listen to the Lord Jesus as he talks about our Heavenly Father. Charles Dickens is a famous English author of many novels. Now Charles Dickens is a one time they asked him what was the best short story ever written and he answered immediately the prodigal son that's the song we were singing about the prodigal son and this is the testimony we heard from a prodigal son and so we'd like to read the story of the prodigal son. It's in Luke chapter 15 and it's Jesus speaking. We will read some verses and make a few comments. Luke chapter 15. We begin in verse 11. Jesus said there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there came a severe famine in the whole country and he began to be desperate. So he went and became a slave to a citizen of that country who sent him to feed his pigs in the field. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's slaves have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me your slave. There is a God in heaven who is our Father. By Him, the definition of Father is found. There was a day long ago when men aspired to be like the Heavenly Father. But now because of sin, the real image of the Father has almost been lost in this world. 
When you read famous classical novels, behind the scenes there's always the story of a mean and a merciless and an unloving father who hurt the lives of his children. And in this world today, we fathers fall far short of the glory of our Heavenly Father. And yet the existence of fathers is absolutely essential to our society and to our life and to our blessing. And so Jesus came to earth to show us who the Heavenly Father was. When he went among the Jews, his contemporaries, he said, Our Father, his name is Abba. But you see, they rejected this. Because they thought of a God who was far off. Who, who was angry. Who was demanding. Just like the fathers they knew on this earth. Even when he asked, the, the disciples asked him how to pray. And he said, when you pray, say, Abba. But his disciples did not know this daddy in heaven. And so Jesus tells the story of the prodigal son. Because it's actually the story of the love of the heavenly father. To reveal the father's heart, he tells this story. Now the story is in three acts. And it's actually the story of two sons, neither one of whom knew the father's heart. We already have read the first act of this short story. We see the younger of two sons. We don't know too much about him. He was the younger son. Maybe he was spoiled. Maybe he was lazy. We see he was selfish. But he committed a tremendous sin. The sin of pride and arrogance. Because when he went to his father and said, I want my inheritance. In the society of that day, it means, Father, you are dead to me. You are dead. So read the will. Give me my money. I don't need you. I don't love you. I don't want to listen to you. I just want what you have. What a sin this is. Disrespecting his father. Ten commandments say, honor your father. The laws of heaven say, honor your father. But all he showed was disrespect. How this hurt the father's heart. But what could he do? He knew his son was foolish. He knew his son would lose everything. But he knew his son had a right to an inheritance. And so he gave it to him. And it says not many days later, the son packed up, says, I'm going away. Don't need you anymore. You're dead. I can run my own life. And he went away. He took his money. He spent his money. He had friends as long as he had money. But when he lost his money, he lost his friends. And then came a famine. And he began to starve. And finally, he said, I'll be a slave. And so he became a slave to a man. 
To feed his pigs. The Jews hate pigs. He was as low as you could go. And there we see him full of shame. Now Jesus tells us the story. To show us the Father's heart. But to appreciate the Father's heart, we need to understand how much we have sinned against him. Many are the people who don't want God. They don't honor God. They don't respect God. They just want His blessings. They have many God-given talents. They use it to get ahead. But, but we are never thankful. And God gives us energy and strength and many things. But we are just like the prodigal son. We never acknowledge our Creator. We never have bowed bowed down to the Father of heaven and earth. When we come before the judgment of this God, People think they will be judged for their sins like gambling and drinking and such as the prodigal did. But the first three great questions God will ask everyone. Did you acknowledge me as your creator? Did you thank me for my blessings? And did you love my son? Those are the questions that will get us to heaven or hell. And so we see this story before us. Now we come to Act 2. So we begin reading in verse 20. So the prodigal got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead, is alive again. He was lost and is found. And so they began to celebrate. Now here in scene two we see the desperate son. And in his desperation, he remembered his father. He remembered the blessings he had in his father's house. He remembered how fairly his father even treated the slaves in the house. And in his desperation, he saw he needed a father. But he had lost his right to be a son. He said to his father, I consider you dead. And he could not ever be a son again. He had sinned against heaven. And against his father. For when we sin against our parents, we sin against God. 
当我们得罪我们父亲的时候，我们也就向天犯罪了。And so he could not be a son again。所以他就不配的做儿子了。And so he began to walk home in desperation, hoping to become a slave。他很着急的回家，希望他能够成为仆人。But he did not know the father's heart。但是他实在不明白父亲的心。He did not know for ten years the father had been looking down the road for his son to come home。他不知道过去这十年，他父亲。he didn't know the father's heart how the father yearned and longed for him to come back and as he walked up the road suddenly he saw something somebody running it was his father he never saw his father run before he was running toward him he wanted to cry out Abba, Abba but his, his throat was choked with shame he could not call him Abba he bowed his head and he said to his father, Father, I have sinned. Please, could I be a slave? And then he felt the father's arms. And he felt the father's forgiveness. And, and the father said, Put a robe around him. Give him the ring, the family ring. We must have a feast. My son, you are forgiven. And the son's shame began to melt away. Is it possible the father's heart could forgive such a one? The father said, My son was dead, and now he is alive. And he was lost, but now he's found. Now you know Jesus tells us this story. Because we don't always know how long the Father, the Heavenly Father, has been waiting for us to turn around. All He ever did was bless us. All He ever did in your young life was protect you. But we have gone far away. And He's been waiting for years for you. Years we spent in selfishness and pride. And foolishness. And sometimes as our brother shared this morning, we realize how foolish we've been. We realize how much we need the Father. But we're filled with shame. How can we ever be forgiven by our Heavenly Father? We could never go to the Father. And so the Father came to us. And He sent His Son down the road. The Son, Jesus Christ, meets us on the road. God so loved the world that He sent His Son down the road. His son stood for us as he died on the cross. The father forgave us as Jesus died on the cross. It's already done. There's nothing to do. The Lord Jesus has done it. Except to turn and go home. And meet the heart of the Father. And the Father has something for you. Even though we don't deserve. He has a robe of righteousness. He covers us and makes us white as snow. The Father's Son, the Lord Jesus, bought that robe. With his precious blood. He has the family ring to put on our finger. It's the ring, the ring of the king. Because Jesus died that we might share in the family. And there is forgiveness. And there is joy. 
And there is a discovery of the father's heart before us. He wants us to come home. Have you discovered this? Those who have come home have discovered the father's heart. Full of mercy. Ready to forgive. He sent his son to show you he forgives. When we discover the Father's heart, we discover the Father's heart is Jesus' only Son. That's why we love Jesus, God's only Son, because He loved the Father so much. Oh, what a wonderful moment in our life. When we come home, and we sense from our heart, Abba, we cry out, we have a father, a blesser, a protector, a lover, a keeper, come home to the peace. And yet there's a third act. We begin reading in verse 25. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called on the servants and asked them what was going on. Your brother has come home, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry, refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered, Look, all these years I have been slaving for you, never disobeyed your orders. You have never given to me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fatted calf for him. 但你这个儿子和长期吞进了你的产业，他一来了，你倒为他宰了肥牛犊。My son, the father said, "You are always with me, and everything I have is yours." But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found.父亲对他说：“儿儿啊，你常和我同在。” 我一切所有的都是你的，只是你这个儿这个兄弟是死而复活，死而又得的，所以我们理当欢喜快乐。Now here we have the eldest son.我们这边有这个长子。He never left home.他从来都没有离开过家。He worked hard.他是很努力的做事。He was responsible.他是很有责任感。He was dutiful.他是非常有责任心的。But he didn't know the father's heart.但他不知道父亲的心。why did he become so angry at the father's heart at mercy why was he so unforgiving he was so bitter he, he felt cheated what is wrong with this elders why is he working so hard oh there's so many elder sons they live all their lives working hard Trying to be perfect. Trying to gain the approval of our Father. But the more he tried, the more he saw he was imperfect. The harder he worked, he felt nothing happened. And then when his younger brother came home, and his father embraced his worthless brother. He was filled with bitterness and anger and would not go into the house. Jesus tells this story. 
because he's trying to share the father's heart with self-righteous Jews trying to be perfect by their good works but they can never be perfect and they can never gain the approval of their heavenly father by being perfect and these responsible older sons they become the worst kind of father. Demanding, unloving, unmerciful, removed from his children. The harder the older son strove, the narrower his heart got. What was the problem here? Because he didn't know the father's heart. He wasn't a son. Why? He was a slave. He was a slave. Not a son. A slave to his self-righteousness. He said, My sins are better than my brother's sins. My dirt is better than my brother's dirt. But sin is sin and dirt is dirt. And nobody can be perfect by going that way. But he was such a slave to being perfect. That when the father came out, the father pleaded with him with his heart. Come into my house. But to come in, you must come through the Son. Now you see many people believe in God. But they want to come to the Father's house on their own. But the Father says, I want you to come in. But you must wear the robe that the Son has purchased for you. You must wear the ring that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, has bought for you. The story ends. We don't know if the older brother ever went into the house again. There is no greater sin than self-righteousness. The prodigal son knew he was a sinner. So he knew he needed a savior. Those who fool themselves with self-righteousness and think they need no Savior, they find themselves outside the Father's house. There are people who really want to come to Jesus and become Christians today. But they cannot forgive their father or mother or their brother or sister or a boss who treated them unfairly or a, a spouse who turned away from them. And so today we have many children raised up without a father. In broken homes. Or in homes where there's a father who is self-righteous. Oh, if this older son could only know the love of the heavenly father. Because Jesus came first to the Jews. And said to them, you can never be saved by your works. But if you believe in the Son, you can enter the Father's house. And so do you see these two sons on different ends of the scale, but neither one of them knew the Father's heart. The Jews saw Jesus standing right in their midst, and yet they didn't know the Father's heart. And even as we tell this story on the Father's Day, 
There are some who do not understand the Father's heart. Either they think they don't need the Father because they're arrogant and foolish. Or they refuse to forgive because they think that they're right. But this very day, this Jesus who came to tell us of the Father's heart, He is the Father's heart. You will never see a clearer picture of our Heavenly Father's heart than looking at Jesus. What will you do with the Lord Jesus? Do you know your shame? Come to the Lord Jesus. Are you willing to repent of your unforgiveness and bitterness? Come to the Lord Jesus. Enter into the feast. We rejoice for one reason this morning. We've been forgiven. We're in the Father's house. Something in our heart cries, Abba, Abba. Abba, Abba. As we close this time, I will ask everyone to lower their heads so we can have a season of in a prayerful way. Uh, and uh, we will ask the, the, the piano to play that very tune about this wonderful story that we heard this morning, the prodigal son. And as everyone is with their heads lowered in prayer, I would like to ask a couple of questions. So we heard this wonderful story about the love of God. And the question is for every one of us, have we received this wonderful love of the Father? You're here not by accident this morning. And we, the question that is for you today to answer, have you received in your heart this love that nothing can compare with it, the love of God? As our brother said this morning, God demonstrated this love in such a clear way. It's not a theory. It's not a religion. God actually paid the ultimate price for you and for me. In a sense, we are all like that younger brother that turned our backs to God. And God sent His Son down the road to meet us. Do you know this love of God? Have you received this forgiveness in your heart? Do you know how much God longs, yearns to have you back home? So the question this morning, would you say, I will arise and go back home? God is waiting, God is longing, God is desiring. Would you say yes? I would go back home. So I will ask you this morning, if you want to turn back to God, 
Would you rise to raise your hand this morning? 所以我要问你这个问题：你若是今天愿意要回家的话，你愿意举起你的手 ？Is anybody here this morning that senses I need to go back? Please raise your hand. 若是在我们中间有任何的人，你愿意说我要回家？ I I can see your hands. You can lower it down. Anybody else that was, you're not, you're not telling me this. You're not telling anyone. And first of all, you're telling God, I want to go back home. I want, I want to receive such wonderful love. Please raise your hand to God and say, "Yes, I am coming back home." Please raise your hand to God and say, "Yes, I am coming back home." Please raise your hand to God and say, "Yes, I am coming back home." Please raise your hand to God and say, "Yes, I am coming back home." Do you want to say this to God this morning? Please raise your hand and tell this God I am going back home. Maybe some in our midst have been coming for a long time to this place. And there is always that possibility that we are like that elder brother. And we don't truly know how much God loves us. It doesn't matter how long have you been coming here. The real question is, have you experienced that love? As our brother said, we rejoice this morning for a single reason. He has forgiven us. 那就好像我们弟兄所说的，我们在这边一同有喜乐的唯一的原因就是他赦免了我们。We have we have received something that we do not deserve. 我们接受了一件宝贝的东西，就是我们不配的。Have you received and experienced this love? 你是不是已经接受了这个啊这个爱 ？It doesn't matter how long you have been coming here. The question is not that. The question is, would you receive this love? 问题是，你是不是愿意接受这个爱 ？So I will ask again: Is there anybody here that wants to say, God, yes, I want to receive your love? 所以让我再问一次，你是不是愿意对神说，我愿意接受你的爱 ？I'm coming back home. 我愿意回家。Please raise your hand. I see you. Can lower. Any anybody else? I see your hand. You can lower. Anybody else? I I can see your hand. You can lower. I can see your hand. You can lower. Anybody else that wants to say, God, I want to come back. Let's have a final word of prayer. Our Father, we thank you this morning. Because you love us. With such an indescribable love, thank you for longing and yearning to have sinners and rebels back to your home. We thank you for longing and yearning to have sinners and rebels back to your home. We thank you for Indeed, Lord, what can compare to your love? 实在是没有任何一件事物可以与你的爱比邻。And as so many have raised their hands, Lord, we pray that today would be the day that they are indeed coming back home. 有这么多的人，他们举手，我们我们的祷告是，他们实在是今天可以来回家。We thank your Father. We know that you're looking to everyone that raise their hands. 我们感谢你，父神，因为我们知道你从天啊下往下看，看有多少的人来愿意归家。And we trust that you're receiving them with your wonderful love back home. 我们相信你在家中，你用你的爱来来呃迎接他们回家。And we thank you again together for your wonderful love in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We in in His precious name we pray. Amen. And as we close this time, we will.
We would like to encourage everyone that has raised their hands this morning. We would like to encourage you to go up to the second floor. And there will be some people that can explain further uh, this what happened.